Welcome back to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. We're discussing Season 5, Episode 11, The March, written by Roland Jones and directed by Jason Kadams. Original air date, January 26th, 2011. Oh. Hi, Liz. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. We watched this episode separate. We are virtual tonight. Um, I was crying. I don't know if you were crying. Yeah, it was probably best we watched it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was tearing up a lot. And I mean, I would have done that with you here, but I feel like when I'm with you, we usually like are laughing more, poking fun at things. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was able to really go into my feels. Yeah. So in this episode, the East Dillon Lions march towards state. Yes. That continues amid Coach Taylor and Prince Levi's concerns about impending budget cuts. Tammy gets an opportunity to interview with the admissions department of a prestigious Pennsylvania university. Tim Riggins finds acclimating to the busy Riggins household difficult following his release on parole. Vince and his mom are worried as Ornette seems to be returning to his old ways. Mm. We knew that was going to happen, right? (laughs) I mean, I did. Yeah, well, you did. And I knew it too. Yeah, I think, um, you know, after the whole Vince being like, Dad, cool it, we know Ornette was kind of going off on the deep end. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad. But let's start with the Lions. So throughout this whole episode, we see the Lions in different games, and it's all their countdown to get up to state, which we do get, right? They're going to state. They beat Arnett Mead. To me, this episode felt so long and rushed because we saw so many games like it just felt like oh my god we're at the end we got a show we got a show we got a show I know I guess we could have just done like maybe two games we didn't have to do right it was like three or four I don't know I don't know if it's because I've seen this show before oh and I knew the overall story or if it's predictable but like we knew we were going to state like did you feel that way as a newbie yeah I think it only makes sense for coach to have a great season and have them end up going to state right you know they had such a successful year and they beat the Panthers and they they just had a really good really good season yeah so it just made sense and obviously at the end of the show you want to see whatever team it is if it was the Panthers or the Lions go to state that it's a football show Right. And so like while it feels predictable, it also is feeling, you know, getting me in the feels. Yeah. So I still appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And like we have so many really cute scenes like the boys, first off, are back to acting as a team and respecting each other. They go to Coach's house. They go to Billy's house and they're like working out on the lawn, which I love. And Coach is like, get out of here. You're messing up my lawn. But we know he loves it. He loved it. While he was stressed in this episode, the boys definitely like kind of softened him a little yeah how do you like uh the fact that the war chant is still here it's still here i think it's stinging it must and it motivated them and it may make them feel like a team so why not it's just very off-putting to hear i don't know what would motivate me i don't know if it would be that (laughs) also i just like it because it gives billy something Mm -hmm. and it's like something he gave to them yeah yeah Jess, she starts shadowing Coach after she illegally films a game and shows Coach the report. And he's like, what you did was wrong. I didn't ask you to do this. But also she brings the attention to him of a female coach, Natalie Watson. 
And while she's talking to coach about this, we have the other coaches overhear this conversation mm-hmm. happening. And I hate that Crowley goes, Jess, you'll never be a coach. Like, let's be realistic about this. It's like telling a baby they could drive, Billy said, or something. I, you know, reading the captions, you're, uh-huh. they're not in the room, but you read what they're saying. Yeah. I'm like, come on, <laughs> this is so old school, guys. Like, you guys sound so lame and old. I think Coach changed his mind because he is a father of two daughters. And after he overhears that, and usually, like, we know Coach has his moments, but he usually doesn't, like, follow in suit to what his assistant coaches are saying. And so I love that he talks to Jess and he's like, shadows are silent. And yeah, he definitely still had the argument of like, you know, there's like, this is a man sport. I didn't love it. You know, there's she's like, I don't want to play. I just want to coach. Yeah. Like, I'm not afraid to coach. But ultimately, he did let her shadow, which I thought was his turnaround in this episode. I really did not like him in this episode. I had a lot to say about him. I know. I mean, he I feel like he's being his hard ass, but then he quickly turns. Yeah. And we see that multiple times throughout this episode, which we'll get to <laughs> the conversations with Tammy. Yeah. I, do you think he would have had the same conversation with Julie? Yeah, I think so. Right? Like more, I don't want to say it's not possible, but just like, I hope you know this isn't going to be easy. Right. Or but I don't want to discourage. Right. Trying to discourage and maybe scare her a little bit. To right. see like, oh, are you serious about this? But yeah. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't have used obviously the gender thing as the excuse as to why mm. she shouldn't do it. I would just be like, you know, this is really hard. You have to work for it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, I guess you know, that's... We're in 2023. So. Right. And I wonder about that. If this show was out today would the language be different or would it not because it's in texas and i don't want to that could be i could that could sound really bad on my part saying that but some people have that mindset for sure Mm -hmm. yeah we also learn that there's going to be major cutbacks in funding and coach is stressed about this and the team and what he's going to do and who he's going to cut and so after levi leaves one of the meetings he calls coach and he tells him that there's only going to be one football program right and they're going to have to form one. Correct. So yeah. that means the the boys from East and the boys from West have to try out, be good enough to join one single football team, which mm-hmm. honestly probably should have been that way from the start. But yeah, this makes sense to me, but also I didn't see it coming. I'm like, oh, actually, that's an interesting twist for the end of the show. You know, like all this like craziness surrounding the football and we separated the team and now Mm -hmm. they have Mm -hmm. to come back to be one again and honestly coach he don't like them panthers anymore (laughs) they're not they're not good kids well they're not the kids kids that he were against and if they're gonna come together as a team then they're all gonna have to just shut their mouth and say like you know what hey now we're a team we have to act like a team right because you know west dylan has the money but east dylan is kicking ass Right. So uh, Tim is home, as we know. He's having a welcome home party, and he's not thrilled. It's not really a party. Party for him. He's not He's not partying. Yeah. No, he's not partying. He's working at Buddy's, and while he's at the bar, we overhear on the TV, the announcer talking about Smash Williams. Mm-hmm. I'm so, that's the second mention. I know. Do you like this payoff? Absolutely. Are you happy with it? Yeah, like, because I know, I'm assuming, obviously, Gaius is not going to make an appearance, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that we're still 
thinking about him. It's not, we didn't mention him once. Now we want mentioned him twice. Yeah. Like that's special to me. Like he's still doing really well. I know. And him listening like, oh yeah, Smash, I used to play with him. You know, they butted heads and ended up being brothers in the end. So it was good to hear his name. Yeah. Uh, at the party, he has this conversation with Becky and he asks her, how does your boyfriend feel about you working at the landing strip? And then visually, after seeing her working at the landing strip, and we have this conversation with Billy, and he's like, what's wrong with you? Why did you let her do this? And he's like, Tim, she's not stripping. The money she's making is helping pay rent. And Tim is so pissed. He ends up punching her customer. And then this all breaks out, and we get into the parking lot, and him and Billy are like roughing around. And Billy's like, how long are you going to stay mad at me? And he's like, however long I want. Hmm. What do you think about all this? I think Tim quite literally gave up his life to be in prison for something he didn't necessarily do in order for his brother and wife and kid and Becky to succeed. And to him, I don't think he thinks this is succeeding. Right. You're still at the landing strip. Mindy's still here. Becky's now here. You're just relaxing. Your arms are up behind your head and you're just chilling here. Like, I wanted so much more for you all. Mm. But maybe that's what they, like, did we really think Mindy was going to stop her career? I didn't. I, didn't. I, I don't think she wanted to. She didn't. She wanted to have her own, you know, thing that was hers that was always hers she's not ashamed of it she likes what she does she's good at it and I guess Tim doesn't see that as something that Becky should be doing especially because we keep talking about she's 17 she definitely shouldn't be prancing around and having people able to like physically touch her and put money wherever they want whatever Mm -hmm. so I think Tim's just really disappointed and really just bitter that he went away for a year and he expected things to be different when he came home and he's different but like nobody else is different right and that's really hard for him to accept and so he's either gonna have to accept it and realize like this is who they're always gonna be or he's maybe gonna not spend so much time with them even though they're family but I guess he doesn't he feels a lot of resentment there and he will continue to because Things are not as as though he wanted them to be. Right. And he also gets Becky fired. And Becky's like, you humiliated me. You don't even talk to me. And as this is happening, Luke is driving by in his truck. And so he's making assumptions. Yeah, I really don't need this. (laughs) I I promise you it's not going where you think it is. And I will say that with a very uh, strong... Well, yeah, you watched the whole rest of the show, so. It's not going where you think it is. not going into a love triangle. Oh, good. And earlier in the episode, Tim walks in and Luke and Becky are making out and he's like, don't stop for me. And then he says a line of like, use protection this time. Mm -hmm. Like that was uncalled for. Yeah. Plus the whole abortion situation, that was really tough. I don't know. That like rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. He's just so, he's just so bitter. He really he's very bitter. He feels like he's a changed person. Maybe, you know, to the naked eye, it's not for the better. But to him, he feels like I I've been around the block now. I've changed. 
he's he's a little more pessimistic than he ever was and he's looking at other people's lives and judging what they're doing and yeah what he said was uncalled for and a sensitive thing to say especially because he knew how devastating that whole situation was for both of them like he was like one of the only people that actually knew nobody mm-hmm. else knew mm-hmm. yeah and obviously this boils because he ends up leaving and he goes back to the trailer he was renting from Cheryl but it's locked up and Cheryl's gone she's on her casino cruise it's, or whatever. it's probably like full of bugs and shit Ugh. so gross but he he just has to get away yeah. so a couple of questions from our listeners will wants to know how do we feel about the new Tim are we liking him he seem he feels like the same Tim he's yeah, just right? got a chip on his shoulder yeah he's not he's not hopeful anymore which is sad. He's been beaten down. And, you know, he's working in Buddy's restaurant. I'm sure it's not what he wants to be doing. He's seeing his brother have this semi-career move to assistant coach or whatever they call him. And, you know, that must sting. And then seeing Smash on the TV must sting. Jason must sting. Like, everything just probably stings. And, while yeah. Tim's whole life and dream was, I want to live in Dillon, have a big land, have a big family with my dog. We don't see the dog. Skeeter's on the island. Damn it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sad for Skeeter, but whatever. Um, yeah. I think he's just he's just really bitter. He's just really pessimistic about life right now. And he has the right to be. He just got out of prison for a crime he really didn't commit. Uh, it's really bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really he probably bad. feels like nobody could possibly understand what I'm going through. How would they? they nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows. knows that he went to jail for Billy. Besides Mindy, and Mindy is like pleading to him, like, "Please don't go. Like, we need you. We love you." Billy, he sits up in bed every night and he thinks about all the shit that he did, and that you were in there, and that he's here, and. What you did for our family. He thinks about that all the time. And you see Timmy's like smirking. He's like, yeah, I'm sure he does. I know. His smirk he's, at the end. Yeah, he's like, he's just like, he's like, doesn't feel remorse. He doesn't feel badly about yeah. it. He's like, yeah, well, that's what happened. Yeah. Um, Rihanna says everyone wants to be mad at him, but he is valid for his feelings. He for sure needs some counseling. Mm-hmm. Also agrees he's not wrong about Becky working at the landing strip. She's a minor. Right. Go work at Buddy's Restaurant or Applebee's. I was just going to say the same thing. Or, or Alamo Freeze. Anywhere Guess what? Else. That still exists. Anywhere else. Hopefully they would hire her. You know, like this. She could be waitressing at any restaurant. Doesn't have to be there. She doesn't have to be in her underwear. Right. Uh, Mike wants to know, is this the first time Tim has showered in five years? Oh, no. They get to shower in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I think. <laughs> I've never been, but... I think they get to shower. Not maybe often, but occasionally get to shower. Yeah. And then with the Becky and the Tim situation and the and Luke of it all, Vic wants to know, do you think Luke will end up talking to Becky? Yeah. Because he ignored her at the he end. Did. He didn't let her explain. Even though nope. there's really nothing to explain. She hasn't. There you, is, though. Well, because <laughs> of feelings, like past feelings. Well, just like... Y- y- you drove off. You see them like Becky and Tim talking 
with each other and he just takes off. Like you didn't even ask what they were talking about. No, I mean like Becky doesn't have to explain. Like Luke should feel like he should explain what was in his head at that moment. Oh, I see. Yes, you know, yes, like, yes. Nothing, I agree with you. Yeah. Nothing is happening. She's just remembering a past version of Tim where they were friends. He's still her friend, just not in the way that mm-hmm. she wants him to be. Right. And so he's looking out for her still and she's just frustrated with him because he's not like giving her what she's used to. And we all know like the feelings were there at one point. I'm sure like, are they ever gone? I hope so. But, you know, there's always still a part of her. I'm sure if Tim was like, hey, let's do what she's like. Yeah, OK. Obviously, <laughs> wouldn't we all. Mm-hmm. But I think Luke needs to be she just needs to have a conversation with Luke. He has no idea what's going on. I'm a, does he know that she had a crush on Tim for so long? Does Luke? Yeah, I don't remember like who even knew about it. It's really just like her and Tim. <laughs> I'll tell you this, they go into it. Well, we should because we don't need to be ignoring our partner. It's not healthy. No, no, it's not healthy. Okay, so Ornette has laid off all the football recruiting, but he's drinking. What What is he doing for money? He's working in a slaughterhouse. Okay, that's. I thought that's what he said. Yeah. And so after his shift, he comes home and he's like, I just want a beer. And him and Virginia, they're arguing at the table. And she's like, I'm not supposed to have that stuff in the house. And he's like overly frustrated and gets really heated. So then this leads to we have a scene where Regina and Vince, they're celebrating at Ray's barbecue after a game one night. And Ornette shows up drunk or high. I'm pretty sure he was just drunk. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he was on something else. And he gives them jackets. It seems like leather jackets as gifts. That's what I took it as. Oh, I didn't even notice that. I just noticed that obviously the drugs fell out of his pocket. And he was like, I came to bring you gifts. And I was like, what are the gifts? The drugs? Right. What are you talking about? Yeah. This was weird. And so he ends up yelling at Regina. And then Aunt Bird Mm. comes out and was like, you better get out of here. And of course, Vince is so upset because I'm upset. How could you not be upset? This is awful. And so when Regina and Vince go home, they change the locks. Yes. Yes. And Ornette comes home, tries to get in. He's knocking on the door, trying to get those locks open. And they're holding down. And Regina's like, you got to go. Like, we're calling the cops. And she did. She's like, Dad, you got to go. She's like, there's a trespasser trying to get into my house. Oh, my God. This is heartbreaking. It's awful. It's awful because Vince, it's like, awful. I think deep down in the back of his mind knew, like, this could potentially happen. And he, when yeah. Ornette first showed up, he's like, you better not fuck this up for mom. She's been doing so well. She's sober. Like, just leave it be. And he yeah. just doesn't even have the respect for her to just, even if you're going to bring home a beer, okay, drink it outside. Why do you have to bring it inside the apartment? Oh, I, I know. You know, there's a bench right there. Just relax and, you know. Yeah in your thoughts and have a beer or whatever a six-pack it's of it's clear he's picked up his old habits vince is like yeah "Uh -uh, not again you can bust down the store all you want but we're not letting you in yeah we're gonna have this stop now and before the boys head to their final game regina originally was gonna go she asked for her work can i have off on fridays to go to the game her Mm. boss says yes the final game against arnett mead She's like, I'm not going to go to the game because I have to go to a meeting. I was really brave of her. So brave. The boys win, as we know. They pass the field house. <laughs> and they're like, I know. They go to like this receiving line, which is like so a celebratory 
crowd of people. Mm. They get off the bus. Everyone's getting to their loved ones. And Vince is just like looking for his mom, looking for his mom. Yeah. And he sees her. Oh. And they hug. Oh, my gosh. She was so tears. proud. Yeah. She's so proud. I, I, you I know, you get nervous that maybe she didn't come <gasps> home or something like that. But luckily, she was there and everything seemed to be good. And she yeah. was just so proud. I know. Mm-hmm. I, this is like oh, I have it like in my throat. <laughs> the best moment of the episode, truly. Yeah, the best it moment. was so special. Mike wants to know what is going to happen to Ornette. Will he clean up his act? Actually, almost everybody who wrote in wanted to know that. So, <sighs> I think I don't think he'll clean up his act. I think we're so close to the end that there's like no more redemption for him. I think he's just. Either he's going to go back to jail or he's going to say like, hey, I'll actually leave because Mm. we all know this is not a good situation. Maybe we'll have a restraining order type thing. I don't know how lucky they would be in that situation. I'd say very unlucky if I had to make a prediction. So my hope is that either he goes back to jail or he just says I'm leaving town and he moves and they don't hear from him ever again. Rihanna wants to know if he's on the island. So I don't know if you want me to confirm that or not. Or if you want to give a prediction. My prediction is he's not. Okay. But maybe after next week. Like I for some reason don't feel like it's finalized. I don't feel like that's the end of the story with him. It would be really shitty if like that was it. Yeah. Even if it was a conversation, he wasn't even on screen. If like that was it. Yeah. I think we need a little bit more closure even though... (laughs) I selfishly like don't want to continue this circle yeah. of Ornette. Isn't Ornette and Ornette like <laughs> flip flop? Yep. The fact mm-hmm. that we had Ornette meet and Ornette, it's like, <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's not gone, but maybe after next week he'll, he will be gone. And then Lisa, she wants to know, have either of you ever been on one of those receiving lines for winning something in school? We were in a couple for our marching band and it feels as amazing as it looked. No. no. I would love to, though. I know. It seems so cool. We should do a podcasting one. <gasps> yeah! <laughs> Michelle and I will come on the bus, and you guys can all, like, high-five us. <laughs> Wishful thinking. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be so fun? <laughs> Whenever we get to do a live show, that's what we will we do. We should do that. Like, we'll totally we'll just put the hands out. I mean, we did that before. We were like announcing at Friends with Benefits. Like, we got oh, to yeah. touch people's hands, but it was we different than that. like the line of yeah. everyone outside. Yeah. This made me LOL in tonight's group watch when Rihanna was talking about how the giant whiteboard was on the <laughs> bus with them. The hell? And, I mean, I get it. Like, for storytelling and coaches, like, how many games do we have? And they cross out and they're like, we're going to state. We're going to state. But like, this giant whiteboard on the bus. It was Yeah. Funny. Uh, okay, so last week, Tammy, she meets with Dana at a panel. And so she gets a call from this college in Pennsylvania for an assistant dean position, and they're going to fly her up for it. Yay. This mm. is awesome, right? Mm. Well, we think so. <laughs> we think so. But Coach is like, I can't believe you're going to go. This is semis. Like, how dare you? First of all, it's not fucking state. Second of all, shut the fuck up. She would have done gone anywhere for you like she said taking her taking you to the airport a million times i was so taken aback i was like really but but like he gets so fired up and they're in the car he's driving her to the airport and then he's over he's like oh did you get the window seat and she's like oh now you're changing the subject he's like well you're winning you know Mm -hmm. so it's like this i'm i can't believe you're doing this but also i'm not gonna stop you but i'm gonna give you a little lip about it he could have 
said it in like a joking like haha way like I can't believe you're gonna leave me now and it's the semi-finals or whatever even though it's still stupid but yeah whatever <laughs> yeah Mike wants to know why do you think it's such a big deal that coach is acting this way do you think it's just something he's not used to probably and also now this is a potential job offer for him and his family which he mm-hmm. thought like oh I was the one getting the offer I'm gonna be the one making the decision for the family of like where we move if we move or what job we take because it's always been him making that it's always been revolved around whatever coach is doing we're gonna follow him there mm-hmm. and now he's like oh it's Tammy's turn and I'm like yes it should be her turn Because this whole show has been about Coach, but also his family. And Tammy is, like, quite literally the queen of this show. Like, she is, without a doubt, the one of the best, if not best mother on television and, like, character. On Instagram, Michelle and I did, like, a fun challenge this week. If you guys are interested, follow us. We did, you know, how you see yourself, how you see a friend. And I was like, oh, one of the categories is characters. And I was like, well, I'm like, what are some great characters on TV? And then I was like, you know, because I feel like I'm a maternal person. And I was like, what are Mm -hmm. some great mothers? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. every single article had Tammy. Every single. And I was like, she's the best. She's just the greatest. And she deserves also to have this career that she's always wanted like this is such a huge opportunity and she even says to them she's like I'm a little teacher I'm a little you know guidance counselor from a small town in Texas like where do I get off getting this job and it's just a crazy opportunity and so I think he's just not used to it he's not used to it he must get used to it (laughs) well when she goes to this meeting she meets with the Dean of Admissions, Basil Hockman. And it's a very stiff conversation. And they're talking about testing and how she doesn't really believe in how they do it. And he brings up the amount of applicants they get and they have to rely on the testing. And then he questions like, let me get this straight. You were a counselor, but then you were previously a principal. Kind of like, what happened there? Mm -hmm. What's the gap? Right. We don't get to see the answer. And so then we shoot to when she's out to eat. And she thinks like, oh, nothing's coming from this. Like, thank you so much for having me. This was great. Up, This was like a great practice for me. Yeah, learning opportunity. Mm -hmm. Right? And then Tate comes and he just offers her the dean of admissions position. Not even assistant. Dean of admissions. I want people like you at this college. I'm so happy for her. Whoa. This is huge. And it's Philadelphia. And it's Philadelphia. Yeah. Mm. Kate says, I won't bore you with my comments about how unrealistic I find the Tammy storyline to be, (laughs) but I do want to say that I love the idea that she is now the one to get this great career opportunity and that it will be her job that is the catalyst for the Taylors to move on from Dylan. As you touched on in the last episode, do you think that Eric would actually be willing to leave the Lions to move across the country for Tammy's job? Well, it might just, he might be leaving the Panthers because if they're going to be one team. Mm -hmm. And we also... With that, keep it in mind, we don't know who the coach is. Right. That's true. Wade is because, still the coach over there. Yes. Um, I feel like not what? now that JD no. is graduated. They probably got rid of him. Yeah. I that got, We've seen him a couple of times. It's not Mac, right? He didn't get the... Mac, Mac is still there. But he's not yeah. the head coach. Is Mac the head coach? You know what? I'm, well, whatever. I'm it, sure. it doesn't whatever. matter, but mm-hmm. they have a coach... 
we have a coach. Mm-hmm. Someone's right. got to go. <laughs> so yeah. this might be a good way for a coach to be like, hey, I'm actually going to step down and leave, even though it would hurt him. But, you know, if his wife has a job in Philadelphia, coach some people over there. Mm. Just saying. It's possible mm-hmm. he might not want to. But, right. you know, you take a sacrifice if that you the person you love gets a huge opportunity. She's done it for you time and time again. Her whole life. Her whole life. Since they've, since they've been together, right? She's yep. always made the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth, she says in last week's episode in discussion of Luke, Luke could and probably should major in agriculture, even if he plays football in college. For sure. He would learn about crops and animals and farm stuff and then take over his family farm. Yeah. You could learn about farm stuff, and it's connected to 4-H, at least when my high school boyfriend took it. You can raise animals to go to fairs and be sold, usually for their meat. And then she puts, sorry. It's all good. I mean, that is how it goes. That's how how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, I so see that for him. Do I want that for him? I don't know if he wants it for himself, but he really wanted to play football. He loves football. I know. He loves football. And he's good at it. He's so good. You know who's actually really good too is Hastings Ruckel. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Whoever you are, Hastings. <laughs> you really it's funny you bring up Hastings because tonight, as I was on like whatever like rewatch number this is, like three for this episode, <laughs> you just keep overhearing his name mm-hmm. like during the game, and then Vince talks about like oh, the and then Ruckel, mm-hmm. uh huh, and I'm like. Why did we bring him in again to just use his name in conversation? That's all. With our main characters? Right. We could have, it could have been anyone. He could have said Tinker. Like, we've had Tinker since season four, right? We could have said Tinker. Tinker. We could have said Luke. We could have said, I don't know. Just, we we know those three people on the team. We, whatever. What was the point? I would love to get one of the, uh. One of the writers here. And I know. Asked I know. what was the the concept for Hastings and why they felt it was necessary to bring him in. I don't know. You know what? And I don't feel bad for not remembering him. No. Because throughout this whole season, as we've seen, it doesn't really matter. I wouldn't remember him either. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does not matter. I mean, I think that's the first time I've actually said his name in like three episodes because mm-hmm. he really hasn't. No. Done anything. He's done nothing. Well, I mean, he's doing great, I guess. But like outside storyline, he's not doing anything. Well, anyway. Anyway. Let's go into our segments. What was your favorite quote in this episode? My favorite quote was from Coach. You know what Mm -hmm. you are. You're a pest. (laughs) I did like that. Uh, I have, we had a deal. I screw up my life. You fix yours. Yep. Tim. So I was right last week with my prediction. You were right. But he really meant it in the sense of everyone, but focusing it on Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Favorite coaching moment in this episode? I mean, the most obvious was when Coach said to Jess, like, I will coach you. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I did like, after all, him giving in to her. And being like, she, you're silent, right? It's a shadow. Shadows are quiet. There's no noise coming from a shadow. <laughs> yeah. And I love when he's about to go in the room and she doesn't follow. He's like, are you coming? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. She's. I love her uh, so much, as y'all know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I think her and Vince will get back together? Did you see Vince's smile though? Yes, when I did. Coach, I did. You know, agreed to this. Uh, he's lying low. He's playing. He's letting yes. her cool off. Uh-huh. He'll then maybe hopefully try again. Uh, I also had the same coaching moment. MVP and shittiest. Who's your MVP? I had Tammy, but then I also had some Tim. You had Tim. Yeah. I well, I really liked okay. that. He's. I love it. He stood up for Becky in a way, even though she didn't want his help. He still has that like he just can't not protect and like be yeah. the big brother because she's yeah. family to him, and he's like, this is not right. I don't like it. But mostly mm. Tammy, because she was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> You're not going <laughs> to tell me anything, okay? Yeah, I gave it to Tammy. We also had votes for Jess, and we had a blue ribbon for Vince. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Vince had, yeah. Vince had a good episode. He had a really good episode. Yeah. Shittiest? I had Coach, but then it's really Ornette. Right, you know? right. I mean, across the board was Ornette, and I agree with you on Coach. But then he like saved himself a bunch of times. I know. He always always does. He always does that. He puts his foot in his mouth. And then like a scene later, you're like, oh, well, coach. Mm -hmm. Which like, a little rascal, he gets away with anything. A little rascal. (laughs) (laughs) He just always gets away with it because he's so damn charming. Uh, He's like the the OG Tim Riggins, even though he was never (laughs) a bad boy. Well, we don't know. Maybe we don't he could have know. Been a bad he play. could be the Tim. He could be Tim Riggins, but ultimately, like, put on the show that he is the Jason Street of it. But he really, deep down, was Tim Riggins that needed a change, and Tammy was the one that changed him. If they made a prequel of this, I would have loved line. to see this. I wonder if if this would be good if someone wrote this. Like, like coach the story and Tammy in their younger years of the Taylors when they were like when they first met each other and mm-hmm. maybe like when they first meet Buddy and like mm-hmm. first moved to Dylan like hey I would watch it right like a baby Julie yeah baby Julie yeah hmm right yeah why not I mean there's a writer strike it's not gonna obviously happen right now no it's not gonna but happen any writers in the future <laughs> let's do it <laughs> if you're bored and you need a creative writing pro- yeah. uh, project send it our way I, I, I forget it. what podcast I was listening to but someone said like this is where it actually breeds the best scripts because nobody's actually working mm, and they're just being sense. creative and yeah. so all of their creative juices are flowing and they're just writing and writing and writing and writing. And then like finally like they're like, oh, wait, I have this like whole thing that I just wrote. Mm. So maybe we got it <laughs> <Maybe> one day. <sighs> I love it. All right. Let's go into our booster of the week list. Who's our total Betty booster? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. Our booster is Kate. Kate! Kate, who wrote in um, with her email about the Tammy situation. Yeah, Kate's email was great this week. She also sent a crate of emojis. A crate? I mean, a crate of emojis. I'm sorry. A crate of oranges. Like, she found this little, like, clip art. Oh, really? Because the prompt was oranges. That's sweet. She's the best. But she... She had um, a race where she literally, I don't know how she did it. I don't either. Like, 
tattooed, well, obviously, like, it's a temporary tattoo of Total Betty on her legs. Our stickers. For her inspiration, which is so amazing. And also used our swag to, like, hold her stuff. It's amazing. Kate, it made me cry. I'm not going to lie. And then I sent it to Seth because she's a movie friend patron as well. And Seth had stop it. And he put a cry emoji. So, Kate, <laughs> you hit everyone in the feels. And also, I just, I hope it went well. Your triathlon yeah. is amazing. I know. I was really, I just was like, in, just shocked. I was like, how? What? So sweet. Beyond yeah. sweet. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Kate. All right, so an emoji for this episode. Hear me out. I struggled. Okay, if you type in college, like a little professor shows up or just it looks like a person with like a chalkboard behind them and glasses. Yeah, okay. And so I was like, this is an opportunity of Tammy working in a college. You know, I was looking for like Sharpie or permanent, like a marker. They don't have that. I was looking for a whiteboard. They don't have that. But mm-hmm. this teacher is mm-hmm. also behind a board, so like that could work mm-hmm. for that part yep. as well. So if you literally type in college, you will see the blonde little person come up. Um, and that's what I'm choosing for this week. So what you could do, send us that college emoji in an Apple podcast review. If you uh, haven't rated us yet and you're enjoying over there, rate us five stars. I believe we do have a lion of the week. We sure do. It's from Cupcake5512. Shout shout out to Talkin' Texas Forever, five stars. I am new to Friday Night Lights, and I am so glad to go on this journey with the Total Betty ladies. Their summaries and segments are always on point. The Total Betty community is, in general, an absolute blast. I'm so glad I found them. Thank you, our Lion of the Week. Thank you so, so much. Guys, the show is coming to an end, and it would mean the world to us if we can get some more reviews. Yeah, we'd love to read at least two, three more reviews. We have three more episodes, three more reviews. Yeah, that would be great. So please consider doing so, but keep sending the emojis and the emails over on Total Betty Podcast Network on Instagram and the DMs. We just want to know you got this far and that you're listening. <sighs> okay, Liz. I'm going to give you the title wow. for the pen, the penultimate. This is the penultimate. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Here we go. Right, so we only have two episodes, guys. I don't know what I was. No, no. I See, I thought you were counting the movie episode. We're going to oh, do. Oh, we do. Well, that's true. We can read reviews in the movie episode. So yeah, get your fingers typing. Yes. Okay. Oh my God. This is a penultimate episode. This is is the penultimate. Season five, episode 12. Texas, whatever. I will never come back to this school. Coach Taylor. Ooh. How how do I take that? I feel like, how could it not be East Dillon? Or no, it's probably Wes Dillon. He's saying like, well, I'm actually never coming back here. Uh, or it's the school that wanted him in Florida. Florida? Shane State. Shane State. Mm-hmm. And something goes or goes badly there. And he was like, I will never work here. Okay. It can All either right. go the one of two options. Okay, so... We have two episodes left to sum up our series, if you will. Yeah. And to wrap up these storylines. Besides that and the coach of it all, what do you think's happening 
next episode? What would you like to see? Maybe we'll just do some once. Well, what I think will happen, obviously, is this potential merger happening again. Okay. I guess we're going to get like the whole, all the school board and all all, like the coaches and teachers and whoever, because there's a huge uh, funding issue, which has been for a while and hence why they broke up the school into two schools. Mm-hmm. The school doesn't have enough money. Um, I see that being like a pretty prominent part of the episode because I doubt we'll do that in the finale. Like just doesn't make, we'll have everything like already established by then. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you did tease that Luke and Becky will talk. So I did tease that, you yeah. know, I'm assuming that's next week because again, I don't feel like we're keeping that in the finale. There's really no point to doing that. Being that I don't think it's important to like focus on relationships in the finale, like especially their specific relationship because they're babies and it's new and sorry, I don't see it like going the long, like long, long, long haul, but that's just me. I would love it if it did, but Mm -hmm. I don't think it will. We shipped them, right? Yeah, for sure. I've shipped them since the beginning. Obviously, I shipped them because I didn't want her to try and be with Tim. <laughs> Gonna be honest. Yeah. I really hate Anybody with Tim. Anybody, Anybody with Tim, I try and get out uh, mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah, uh, I guess Tammy's going to have to make this decision. Or will they save that for the finale? I don't know. I think they're going to have to know, like, pretty soon what the decision is. I just... I know I'm building up this finale, but it's like it's the entire it's the finale of the whole show. So we have to focus more on like where everyone is going and relationships of like friendship and family and that. So I don't know if we'll do the Tammy stuff in the finale. I think we'll do it next week. I think she'll maybe by the end of the episode figure like give the final decision and coach will have made his decision if I'm assuming he's not going to be coaching at West Dillon. I'm assuming they're going to make it go. Everyone's going to go back to West Dillon and they'll yeah. be just okay. Dillon again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because it seems just only Panthers. right. Yeah. And it will be the Panthers again. And coach has really seen who the Panthers have turned into and obviously doesn't like being wouldn't want to be a part of their team. So that's yeah. who I think he's talking to. Okay. And Buddy, like sense. Buddy's like, I'm not a Panther anymore. Like there's so much animosity going on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just, I mean, like, well, Kate said the Tammy storyline is unrealistic. But right. there's <laughs> just other parts too. the budget situation. Like we just had a whole dinner, if you will, and with all those sports teams, Right at East Dillon. Mm-hmm. And even coach said like Levi was like wanting me to sign contracts and all this. And now all of a sudden it's just. It's I mean, messy. I, it doesn't it's messy. make sense. It's really messy. Yeah. Okay. Good predictions. I like where your head's at. Yeah. That's what would make sense to me. Okay. For a penultimate. Yeah. And also, like I said earlier too, with Ornette, I think that mm-hmm. we'll just ex that. And maybe like towards the end of the episode to, well, I don't know, like if we'll go back to Vince and like potential scouts, because again, he's still a junior, but I'd like to see like Luke, maybe Luke will get that like, ah, final 
here's wishful thinking, you know, for Luke. Mm-hmm. Sure. We want to see him succeed. I, I, I want to see him succeed because he yeah. really had the potential. I mean, Vince really has the potential like smash to go the distance. Mm-hmm. Luke at one point did too. We really just haven't really been focusing on him as a great football player. Right. Unfortunately, he like really got brushed over now that Vince is the star. I know. I know. We'll see. We'll see. Last but not least, we do have Will's Football Poetry Corner. We do. We do. Dreams. Oh. Every football season starts with the dream, the dream of state. Tammy gets her dream job offered to her at a little Ivy, while Jess gets to shadow coach and live out her dream as a football coach. Finally, the boys achieve their two years in the making dream of going to state. Side note, I didn't cry when Vince hugged his mom at the end. <laughs> it's okay to admit it. Come on. Thank you, Will. We all cried. We love, we love crying. It shows, you know, you have emotion. That's right. It's part of the human experience. Thank you so much, Will. Love it. Right. Like, as you're watching television, this is like you are meant to go through a whirlwind of emotions and, you know feel nostalgic and feel like mm-hmm. sad and hopeful and happy like all the things if you're not feeling all those the then they're not doing a good job what's the point yeah then like what why, are we watching why do you immerse yourself into right. content if it's not going to make you feel that's right just that's well, just my this. opinion <laughs> i agree i stand behind that thank you <laughs> that's it for this week's episode Thank you so much for listening and downloading and subscribing and leaving those reviews. Like we said, please consider leaving us an Apple podcast review if you haven't. The show's coming to an end. We've gotten a couple people reach out like, what's next? What are you guys doing after Talk in Texas? Are you just doing Pretty Little Liars? Yes. Yep. <laughs> That's it, guys. She so, needs her love and nurture. We can't wait to nurture that little babe. We are she's, liars. She's going, she's seven seasons strong. So... <laughs> Yeah, and I'm I'm sure most of you know, but if you don't and you're into Pretty Little Liars, now is the time to catch up on season one of We Are Liars podcast. That is our other little babe, and we come back in October with season two. Yep. So hopefully you'll come and join us over there. But come back next week for the penultimate episode. Cannot believe it. Texas whatever. Texas whatever. Does that bring you anything? Because now you're like, every time we leave, you're like, I get another thought. Whatever. I guess, like, honestly, for Tammy and Coach, like, Texas, whatever, we're going. We're leaving. Also, I'm going to give you this, because I don't know if you picked up on it. Mm -hmm. But when Tim and Billy were fighting, Mm -hmm. and they get, they, they, like, start fighting in the landing strip, and they go out into the parking lot, and he goes, of course this is happening. It's Dylan. Dylan, Texas. Mm. and you know he's always just like texas Texas forever forever. now it's texas whatever all right timmy all right timmy thank you so much for listening to talking texas forever a friday night lights podcast you can email us at talking texas forever at gmail.com if you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others head over to instagram at total betty podcast network this has been a total betty podcast Produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.